No, nah, I actually grew up. I had white church and black church, and we would we would go back and forth. <laughs> on you one weekend we go. To, on Wait, one weekend we go to black church, to... where like every black person in my white town would congregate for black church, and it was lit as shit. And then we go to a white church with, uh, with dirty blonde, uh, pink nipple Jesus staring at us on a crucifix the whole time. It was very uncomfortable. But wait, uh, we went so to white church more than black church. So wait, your town would pick which church they go to each week? They would no, pick no, between my the black one or the... <laughs> my oh! <family> oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> about to say, that's kind of a cool way to do segregation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's kind of weird. How do you know which one you like more, though? Come on. <laughs> you've been to a Catholic Mass, and you've been to a Black Baptist Mass. You, you know. Yeah, but all right, there's pros and cons to both. Catholic Mass, hour, punctual, you're out. It that's starts at... It starts at ten forty five. It's over at eleven forty five, and that's don't forget. It. Don't forget. Yeah. Wait, no, don't forget real alcohol. Oh yeah, and they and got real, wine in it. And you have yep. a real shot of wine. Actually, uh, talk about church. a fucking COVID nightmare, though. Oh, niggas, we had six hundred and forty five people drinking out of one cup of wine. They had chunks no, of don't bread worry. floating in that bitch by the end and everything. It's disgusting. Don't worry, because it's the blood of Christ that keeps COVID from out uh, being inside of it. You know, that's one thing that always confused me about Catholic Mass is the fact that you get the piece of bread before the wine for the really back wash. You really didn't <laughs> you're think always, it through. And for some reason, you're always following like an eight-year-old kid that's like definitely going <laughs> to just spit it right back up. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, but yeah, so... The, well, the pros white and church cons definitely to doesn't it. mess with your... doesn't Like, you can always watch all the football games you're trying to watch if you uh, if you go to white church. Yeah, white people love their football. There's a reason why every time you go to a white church is always over before one. Yeah. And the second service is always over by 1245. Correct. That's a 15-minute gap to get home before uh, kickoff. Yeah. Now, black church, uh, you're there till 4 p.m. if you're lucky. That's, yeah. <laughs> they will go until Jesus leaves the building. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, and even then, they're, they're probably still going because he just he was there. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like if if you have to be in church for a day and a half, you go for a day and a half. Just depends on how the Reverend's week was going. Yeah, you knew if you were at black church, if you went there in the morning, you left. It was nighttime. (laughs) I was always so confused where people just got this energy to, and I don't know what Holy Ghost you guys possess, but just there for an eight-hour shift without a lunch. I just never understood it. Like, my grandma would make a meal the day before for dinner the next day. But and it was much more entertaining, was it not? Black church was a lot of fun, even though it dragged yeah. out. It was, it was entertaining in the same way. Like, I like my black churches the same way I would like to go to the club, though. Like, I would like to just pop in and say hi to people and leave. Fair. At like the most lit time too, by the way. Like, yeah, I mean, black I would, church you know, too. Like, like twelve, like twelve thirty or one thirty. Like, yeah, and that you could do that with black church though. You could go at twelve to one and leave, but they're going to be there till four in the morning. Yeah, and you can't leave black church. You will get the the, the worst stares in the world. Even getting to go into the bathroom, people would be eyeballing you all funny. But white church, you could just like somebody would just get a cell phone call and then just not come back. Yeah, hundred percent. 
more more lenient. That's what white churches are. So that's why we. I think you know what. Honestly, I think we have to get get rid of that narrative that black churches are more fun to go to than white churches. I think if you're going for sake, if you're going for the sake of of devotion to the Lord. Now, all right, me personally, let me preface this. I have not been to church in probably five years, but if you're going for purposes of the Lord, get your hour and leave. All I'm saying is there's been a lot of bars I've been to. They didn't give me no free shot. (laughs) (laughs) Free shot, get to pray a little bit, and and we singing up in there, too, a little bit. It's not, I mean, it's not the fast songs. It's like, I mean, I mean, it's the same as any bar I've been to in, uh, in OTR. <laughs> if you go to a black bar, Evan, you're not getting a free shot. But Evan, if you go to an all white exactly. bar, if you go to an all white bar, Evan, you are going to get a free shot. You know what? Eventually. You know I what? You know what? You. I'm. You know what? I have heard Sweet Caroline in a white church before. So. <laughs> no, you have not. Is that how? The, no, you have is not. That how the, <laughs> <laughs> is that? Is that how the lights turn on at the end? <laughs> You should introduce that. Okay, this is the No Relation Podcast. This is episode 69. Yeah, look at this. Would you look at this? Look at this. Way too many hoes on my dick. I can't even take a fucking piss. It's 69. Look at you. Oh, shit. Episode 69. Um, you guys want to be immature with this? or Yeah. You got any no. cheap jokes for that, comedian? Because I don't. 69 no, is overrated. 69. I was going to say, most overrated position. Yeah. Alive. 69 is fun because everybody does it one time. And they're like, all right, so I can go ahead and check that off the list, and I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. It was just fun because there was a math problem involved. And... <laughs> Unless, like, you're completely proportional to your partner, meaning that you guys are the same height and length, then it's, never the case. Then it's just inconvenient as hell. Um, that and shower sex. Yeah. Yeah. Shower sex, trash. Uh, any, bathroom any sex, sex is- very underrated. Shower sex, you mean like, trash. You mean, like, counter-wise? Yeah, counter-wise. Yeah, I, I I guess I could agree with that. Um, That's the reason counters are the height they're supposed to be. This is Joe, by the way, <laughs> and this is Alex. Um, so like I said, well, no, I was about what? I was about to I don't I don't know if this is going to fit in easy, even uh, evenly, but I was just going to like bring up how like 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 road hit is like really just like one of the most overrated things who ever like endure as an adult man or maybe a, like a a young adult like. Like, the, do you guys remember, like, the first time you ever got that? Like, it's just your sharp, your car's, like, shifting into a different gear and everything. It's just, like, you're trying to pay attention to the road, but, like, it just doesn't. I didn't realize my Hyundai Sonata could go about 120 miles an hour until I was receiving uh, 
yeah. fellatio while in the midst of driving. See, Roadhead is like, it's fun. Like, Ro- I wouldn't say it's overrated, but like, good Roadhead uh, results in a fatal crash. So mm-hmm. I don't think, like, there, there's no such thing as good Roadhead, there's just Roadhead. Because you don't survive to tell the tale of good Roadhead. It's the most dangerous shit I've ever done. It's like roadhead and mountain biking, like two things nobody should ever do because they're just wildly, there's no, there's no saving you. It's one of the things I'm glad I got it off the list, but like at the same time, I'm not like, now as an adult, I'm not over here like, you know, it'd be crazy if you just suck my dick while I'm driving. That's, that's maturity. No, but that's not how it works. That's not how it works. It just has to happen. Yeah. I don't think I ever asked for it. I think it all just happened on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying from like my perspective, Evan. But now that uh, you have an apartment, about... like it doesn't really. Yeah, well, it seems yeah, that's a little a... <laughs> unnecessary. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we all have those crazy stories of you know having going to some like back lot with a car and having foggy windows at some point. But yeah. you know, now that I pay, you know pretty handsomely for an apartment i would love to just be here so it's the only reason i have an apartment <laughs> tents are fine <laughs> the shower at the gym is fine <laughs> yeah exactly other than we're, that we're uh, talking if, about if, what i was about to say we're talking about cars i just wanted to ask you guys have you have you guys ever had apple carplay yes no, no. biggest snitch biggest snitch in my life <laughs> Mm-hmm. I turned that bitch off immediately, though. I, like I, knew, I already knew what time it was on as soon as I turned the engine on. Didn't even yeah, one text didn't message. Even, didn't even ask to connect to my phone. It just took it. <laughs> didn't even press accept on my phone. It was just like saying, like, yeah, streaming all of Evan's just most secret, intimate text messages. <laughs> actually, here, no, I'm actually going to randomly put up this picture you took back in 2017 of yourself. <laughs> I've only had Apple CarPlay for rental cars, but even then, like, I would have, like, a rental car for something corporate, and I'd be giving somebody a ride, and then all of a sudden, some shit, like, it wouldn't even be bad, it would just be, like, the name of some of the group chats I'm in, I'd just be like, I can't explain that, actually, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to go ahead and pretend like you didn't see that, because... No, my, my group chats get me in more trouble than the actual text messages I have with women, so... What, your fat pussy lovers group chat isn't going to get you guys where you need to go business-wise? <laughs> <laughs> no, the ass positivity group chat that actually all three of us are in. <laughs> that's, not, that's not as active as it once was. So I, just, I actually forgot about that group chat. That was a fun one, though. Yeah, shout out to our married friend in it. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, you guys want to talk about some some topics here? Uh, let's talk about. Uh, are we still locked down? What is this? What are we doing? Um, you know, yeah. I was like not locked down, and like shit was really cool for a second, and now it's locked down again. So I don't yeah. know what to do. Anybody back to work? Are we working? Oh, well, we all are essential workers. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Even Evan yeah, has sure. a job now, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. But like, the but the bars are still um, socially distanced here, right? For yeah, the most same. part, every now and no then you might really. find one that's uh, every now and then you might find one that's breaking the laws. But uh, Joe, you have a uh, you have friends in other countries. 
Yeah. And uh, they, they seem to be doing well, right? I I can't even get on Instagram anymore. I don't, like, mm-hmm. watch their stories because, like, the first, like, week where, like, you know that week where I was like, all right, COVID isn't really in the U.S. like that yet, but, like, it's coming. You know that week where, mm-hmm. like, we had a week where we were like, what's what's going to happen? Like, other countries are locking down. We didn't know how like deadly Italy was shit getting was. hit hard. Yeah, it was like, scary. Like as the fuck. the week we should have locked down. Yeah. So I was yeah. I was like I was in the midst of that week and I FaceTimed my homie in Italy and uh the Italians like that's the what they do is they just go to cafes and bars and just fucking chill like for hours and hours and hours. Like if you ever have really been out there in Europe like homies just will go out to dinner and then stay at the restaurant until 1 in the morning like that's how they chill. So like they're wild wild social and uh I was FaceTiming my homie and he was just like, he looked like he just caught a, caught a very big bid. Like he looked like, like horrible shit had just happened to him. He looked like he was imprisoned. Like he was like, yeah, I'm four days in, like I can't go into work anymore. You know, I don't know if I'm going to be laid off. Like, uh, like I haven't seen my friends in a while. Like I'm afraid to go see my grandparents. Like he was petrified and I FaceTimed him and this was like, while all our shit was still open. So I was like, damn bro. Like, this shit's really serious. Like, I'm scared. Like, I hope I hope everything works out for you. And I was really, I felt bad for them because they were, like, lockdown, lockdown. Like, you could go for one walk a day for 10 minutes, and that was it. And you need to, like, fill out paperwork to go to the grocery store and shit. And now, <laughs> in August, these niggas are wilding the fuck out. They're doing exactly what I thought we'd be able to do at this point. I keep seeing them. They're like, I, like, I just was looking at my friend's story. He was, like, behind the DJ booth. They got, like... 600 people in the club and shit like oh that's my favorite move that's my favorite move they they were like at the public pool everybody was wilding there at like having big ass group dinners with like 25 people everybody's cheesing and holding hands and taking pictures and shit and i'm just sitting here like i haven't felt human contact and i don't even know how long like everything i do i feel like i feel like being outside at this point is like not wearing condom like it feels great but you know you shouldn't be doing it you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm it's a very cheap joke to make, but you're right. Um, so these are single young adults that you're friends with, right? Correct. How are they doing in that category then, being single and a young adult? I mean, right now they're living life to the fullest. Okay. Just just doing things that, you know, I wish I could do. That Fucking was a, well, wet that ass was pussy some... dropped two days ago and I just have to sit here and not get twerked on. <laughs> Every day, that was some. I sit in the darkness and listen to that song. <laughs> that was that was something I wanted to ask you guys. Actually, where where do you guys think would be in life if we weren't in lockdown at the moment? Because yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this, but we kind of had a, a trip planned for around this time this year. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but considering. I don't know. There's been ups and downs for this because there was like we're like it's like a light lockdown. Like I can still go to a restaurant in a bar. It's just socially distanced and shit shut down at 10. So like if I want to go to a place at three o'clock and get rowdy and then have my ass home by nine o'clock, I can do that. But I still can't like meet new people, like talk to people and shit like that. So, man, I don't know. Um, I would be. I think it's a. I think it's a travesty that. Heartless came out. Well, all, the Weekends album came out. We couldn't actually go out and enjoy it for one. Um, and I walk. We can't go out for that either. Oh, also a Drake's Drake song, guys. You guys forgot about Drake's new song. 
just came out. I don't give a single fuck about that song. Alice Wop came out. <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly, it was very petty of him to drop that song and take attention off a of Wop. We're bleeding into subjects here. Um, <laughs> I would say one for your Italian friends. Um, jealousy. That's how yeah. I. That's how I feel. Um, oh, they're they're going up. Like I like I bet if you listen back to earlier episodes in this podcast when this first started and when we were really in the thick of it, we kept saying like, bro, I mean, if there's any hope for this, it's that like when all this shit gets lifted, like we're gonna throw the fuck down. Now it's very clear that like there's never actually gonna be a day where it's like, all right, everything's back open, go out, have a good time. That's never gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But the Italians got that. They got that, and my God, are they taking advantage of it? <laughs> Ours is going to be like in 2022 when everything finally simmers down. Yeah. Um, we'll have like an official back to business party, even though everything's been back already. Like it'll just be like an official day. But Yeah, fuck the soft opening. I would actually rather have full ass lockdown uh, probably longer than it needs to go and then switch to, all right, we're wilding out. Everything's open. Go crazy. You know what I mean? You know, you should be president. That's a... <laughs> It's a fantastic stance that you just made. Uh, very authoritative and uh, should be followed. But, you know, we didn't do that. So now we're here. And, yeah. you know, who knows? Who knows? It'll be a while. Uh, having said that, uh, I do have another question for you guys. And then we'll get into the – we can go in the WAP if we want to again, Evan. Um, I mean, I I'm not opposed. Okay. Um, so how long into the relationship are you guys with strangers, uh, when you guys take off your mask for the first time, when do you guys start raw nosing your, your new friend? Either or one of you guys can go first. It's got to be like the third time I see them. <laughs> There's like third? new people at the gym. There's like new people at the gym I see. And I only recognize the top of their heads. But like now I, I get it. Like I, I only recognize them by shy eye contact. I have no idea what the lower half of their face looks like. So, yeah, I don't I, know, man. What about you, Evan? It's kind of like the first time. Like, yeah, it's cool. But like the second time I need it off. Oh, so you guys are better than me. I'm over here doing it just like with condoms like if they're not coughing I'm taking that shit off (laughs) (laughs) are you guys are you you guys doing that shit too where you just like bring it a little bit down the nose just so you can get a little whiff no Alex Alex you're the you're the one that's I think you're the one that said that said that that's just like cutting off the tip of a condom (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you just gotta live baby (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good about wearing my mask, but also the lower half of my face is like the good half of my face. So I'm I'm really struggling out here in the streets. There's a couple of things I'm like with the mask where it's just kind of funny to me. Like, like you're realizing what bullshit superheroes are because you can still identify everybody just because <laughs> half of their face is covered. <laughs> I don't know if it's just like we're realizing how creepy everybody is and like like people are able to like like someone spotted me out of a crowd uh like 
a couple days ago, and they said Alex, and I was like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> they they said their name, and it's been five years since I saw this person. <laughs> but my mask was on. There is no way that they should be able to know who I am, but they knew. So that's why I was just like, all these all these superhero movies are just bullshit. But I don't know. I I think it's also really funny. Like when you get into a room with somebody, like there's, a, for some reason you get this comfortability where you just both go like, you guys, you just want to take off the mask, you just want, <laughs> just want to take this off. You're good, right? You don't have it. You don't, you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, it goes a lot. What like what, if, what would you do if um, so like what if she looks more cute with the mask on? Do you tell her to leave it on or do, you, do you tell her to take keep it off? I don't know where you're meeting all these theoretical women, dog. <laughs> I was I was just making hypotheticals. I wasn't. I yeah, go to work. I, I have to I have to meet with everybody. I have to meet with people every day, so I have to see people actively. Yeah, I, I just, mean, all of this is theoretical for me. I've been in a relationship for the past ten years, so. <laughs> I just work with hella Trump supporters that don't that refuse to wear it anyway. So, nigga, same. <laughs> <laughs> they all got these Blue Lives Matter fucking face masks. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're a cop, dog. <laughs> I'm not. This is the weirder part. <laughs> I always know he wears that same mask at his job, too. I've been wearing the same crusty disposable mask for the past two weeks. <laughs> Yo, it is funny to see, like, every now and then you'll see someone's like, wow, you still got the cut-off t-shirt sleeve? Like, it's been this long? You've been rocking with that for eight months now? No, it's when they have that like blue disposable one, and like just like it's just like the fabric on it's just like peeling off the top, so it's like damn near white now. Yeah, that's so, true. Those are you're using that. You're supposed to use that one time. They've been using that for six straight weeks. Yeah, the white strap is brown now. <laughs> you guys are really loud right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I buy I buy I, one of those uh, washable ones. About to say, I said the shoe fits. No, I have a I have a washable one. But I mean, you said you're going to keep the mask going after all this stuff is over with, right? A thousand percent. Oh, I'm a huge fan of not having to make like the, you know, when you like make eye contact with somebody at the grocery store and you have to like smile and acknowledge them or like do something. Mm-hmm. I th- that's gone, and I love it. I I still do that though. Like I still like <laughs> I still like make a little like smile or whatever when I like, someone looks at me I'm like. I'm like, oh fuck! They can't even see me. Why? Why they do that, silly goose? What? <laughs> but that's the what thing. There's no way at? you can communicate just politeness with your like eyes and eyebrows. Because if you throw somebody a wink, they're like, what? hold on. <laughs> and if you just raise your eyebrows, they could like you could just be screaming at them. They have no idea. So I just I just stay straight faced. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the, I, I would like to think other people are smiling at me too, but there's no way of telling. Maybe we should just start winking at everybody. That's not going to be a be good not, practice. I've always wanted to be the type of dude that can just throw winks. Yeah, I'm an awful winker. I feel You're like that's winker. a. I feel like I need a, practice. I need practice after like maybe like the fifth go. I'm good at it, but I feel like if you can get a successful wink, that 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 could do a lot for a lot of things. I have had grown ass men do like uh, speaking of Italians, like I, my Italian friends' dads. I've had like two or three of them, just like a grown ass Italian man in a leather jacket. He like drops me off somewhere and throws me a wink. I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> feels so fuzzy all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, nothing like when a, like a guy can hit you with the smoothness of a week. Like you're just like, yeah, that's a, that's how it's done, kid. Like, yeah. you know, take the class, you'll learn. <laughs> Do you want to talk about WAP again? By the way, Evan, or are we just? I mean, like we can, but like it's not on the topic list. But I mean, by all means, I mean if you guys want to talk about it. I think it's aging I mean, beautifully. We, one week out. Yeah, one week again. out. It's like it's it's like it's it's getting hit with ever fresh again. Um, it's been doing kegels. Uh, no, we're not going to keep that. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's been getting a what's that shit girls use to make it all fresh down there? Uh, no, not that. <laughs> What's it called? I know what you're talking about, though. It's it's like the... Uh... Shit, what is it called, actually? I don't know. Fuck it. Um, What do you guys want to talk about? You want to talk about Damian Lillard? or? Yeah, we can talk about Dame time if y'all want. I don't think yeah, that. I think let's he's... Talk about, let's talk about Damian Lillard. Let's get to Damian Lillard. Uh, Damian Lillard uh, is the unanimous bubbles... Or NBA bubble NBA, NBA bubble MVP bubble just doesn't what the sound fuck are you right. Saying? It just doesn't sound right for an adult thing. I just don't. <laughs> I, I still can't wrap my head around that. Um, he's but he's a unanimous bubble MVP for the NBA uh, regular season. Um, some of his games he had about sixty plus points. Most most of his games have been at least thirty and over. Um, wheeled his way into the into the NBA playoffs as well. Uh you guys have any thoughts about this? Yeah. I think uh he's a good example of like just don't if you have like something to say and it's not nice then don't say it at all. <laughs> That's just uh all I needed was just, I think he just needed that one trigger. And um that was all he needed. The little push off the edge. Yeah, I think maybe he was just like looking for that, like while he was in quarantine. You know, like he just needed someone to come into his life and just kind of like say, like you're not, maybe you're not who you say you are. Like your your accolades don't speak for itself, and then just push him off the edge, and then now now he's back to the game he's he's accustomed to. So I respect that. Yeah, I think like the Jordan documentary gave us a lot of perspective on like how certain athletes think. And how that contributes to how they perform. And I think Dame's definitely in the category of Jordan where it's like, he's nice, but the second you make it personal, it's over for you. There's nothing you can do. So he felt that his name was disrespected a little bit, and all of a sudden he couldn't score less than 40. Like, there was nothing you could do. Nigga was pulling up from... He was taking awful, just objectively awful shots and wetting them in everybody's face. And uh, that's the type of energy I like to see. Yeah, Paul George and uh, Paul George is the last person to talk about like anything related to like Damian Lillard. Like you, you, he got splashed on like by and like sent home in a game. What was that? Was that a game seven? Yeah, it was game seven ended the fucking yeah, franchise. Got, <laughs> yeah, you got you got sent to another team because of this man, pretty much. Like, and he had the nerve to talk about him, and then you also said that was a bad shot. The, the bad shots don't go in. There's been a lot of bad shots I've taken in my life, and guess what? If they go in, it's, it's no, good now. Not a bad shot. Yeah. yeah. I 
I, I think Damian Lillard is the prime example of what happens if you don't um, release certain energies that have been pent up in your body. There's in this NBA bubble, you're not allowed visitors. You're not allowed significant others, wives. Uh, you're not allowed lovers, and you can see Damian Lillard is someone that is without love right now. You, it's it's <laughs> written all over his face. This man has not been able to release certain energies that is just built inside of him. He looks like a like a like a pit bull that's just locked in a cage somewhere. He just needs to get out. He just <laughs> I just I don't know if you guys saw when I saw that interview with him and Chris Hayes. It was just written all over his face that this boy is just. There's a hunger in him that that can only be. I don't. I he's looking for something in his life right now, and it's not. It's not on the basketball court. I think <laughs> those men are just in his way right now. <laughs> he's just someone taking out that. a lot of anger on the people on the basketball court. <laughs> someone said the the niggas on the Wizards played like they had some work back at home, so they just couldn't wait to get home to. <laughs> They actually fell to they actually fell to tenth in the city in the east. Weren't they like what 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 were what were they before? They were ninth. Oh really? Yeah, the East only brought nine teams. <laughs> literally all of our teams <laughs> all of our teams couldn't win for shit. Yeah, but no, Damian Lillard has just been otherworldly. He he's that's a man on a mission. Yeah. I, I think, think uh made. His interview. I don't think he's masturbated either, though, the whole time he's been there. <laughs> yeah, he's taken like a boxer. I think his interview. Um, yeah, like sometimes you kind of forget how like articulate he is. I'm not saying that like I, I think it's important to note like certain NBA players like it's very clear that like Damian Lillard's the type of dude where whatever job he had, whether he was like you know, in business or like a uh, engineer or some shit like this nigga was just going to be very, very good at his job. And like, when you see him argue, like he was, he was in that interview, he was talking about what Pat Beverly and Paul George said. And he produced an argument that like, is the, is the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard. And he didn't say anything disrespectful. He basically said like, yeah, of course they're going to root on my downfall because I've done so many things to them in their careers. I've sent them both home and I've made them both look like trash. And, you know, so it makes sense that they're going to root against me when I do make a mistake because I've set the bar so high that people don't expect that from me. That's that's some cold shit. If somebody said that to you in an argument like, hey, the only reason you're mad is because I sunned you so many times in your career. The fuck are you supposed to say that? You're right. <laughs> you did. Because <laughs> if you if you say anything else, they're just going to do it worse. Yeah. You don't. The guy that just beats you up, you don't get up and go like, Zell, you got pussy? <laughs> they have more. <laughs> There's plenty more they could do to you, but I don't know. They were, they were talking shit over a free throw. Like, and you know damn well once he shot that three at the, uh, the final seconds, they both like had PTSD from uh, the time they sent him home. So I, I don't know why they... I mean, I can understand Patrick Beverly. He's just keeping his own brand. Like, by all means, just, I mean... Keep this. He's keeping the same energy, but Paul George knows better. Yeah, that's not his yeah, bag. Paul George got. Paul George is technically his bitch until further notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he may be on the better team right now, but yeah. 
Paul George has to has to have a seven game series with Dame, uh, seven playoffs in a row, and he's got to dominate him in order for me to. And even then, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You, uh, we saw to the this shot. Day, I, we saw the shot, right? We were all there. Y'all remember? The y'all man remember? said the. What we were the man doing? said it was a bad shot. The man said it was a bad shot. But do y'all remember Which, what we were doing when that game was on? Everybody went to bed. All of us were collectively <laughs> in our own rooms watching that game. And then we all ended oh, up yeah. on the couch screaming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clement was there. Clement was like, nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Just walked, walked away, closed his door. We didn't see him until the next day. <laughs> <laughs> And his demeanor the whole time, right after he hits that, it was just like, just just straight face, cold. Just, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm a, as a LeBron fan, I'm scared. He's woken up. If he oh, can yeah, make no, a little this... playoff run, I think this is like, all right, this is officially the dame that's going to carry any team he has deep into the playoffs. I think they're going to lose gonna him average. like six. but at, at No, the he's same... going to average 45 in a game five series. But, I mean, it's going to be – yeah. It's gonna be such a good. Those are gonna be some really good losses. Yeah, uh, I, it's gonna wear the fuck out of LeBron, but because I'm pretty sure LeBron's probably gonna have to fucking guard Dame. There's no one else yeah. that can guard him on the Lakers. We're gonna put Casey. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're gonna say we're gonna put Catavius Caldwell Pope on uh on Daniel Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> the man's gonna have 72 points. <laughs> Poor Danny Green's gonna be hiding under a rock. <laughs> yeah, Danny. That Green. man KCP was a he was a three and he's one of those old three and D guys like along with uh, Andre Roberson back in the day. <laughs> yeah, same yeah. with Danny Green. But it's all fun and games until your three and D guy goes over six and the person he's guarding drops forty on him. I think yeah. three and D, if you got ever called three uh, like three and D back in like two thousand fourteen, I. I think it's a telltale sign that you're going to average about 25% from three. And, like, it's a it's an offensive man's wet dream to have you guard him. Yeah. All right. What else you guys want to talk about now? What else we got on the list? Let's see here. You guys want to talk, you guys want to talk about college football being canceled in some respects and then also not canceled in others? Yeah, well, college football yeah. is fucked. They're getting we'll exposed like crazy. You know what's uh, funny is that there's a, it's poetic justice. That's what this is. Yeah, I think white people are getting their one of the their favorite things taken away from them for not wearing the mask. They had one job. All they had to do was wear mask for a little bit of time, and then we could probably have college football. Yeah. uh... I just think it's like I think these schools are really getting exposed because they're like we can't not have a season because we're gonna lose too much money, but then we couldn't play the play, or we couldn't pay the players because it doesn't like create enough money to pay every player. It's like y'all y'all gotta pick one. Also, goddamn it, they don't have. If a- I knew if I knew I could get paid as a D one athlete, I would have been in the gym like a motherfucker. <laughs> I would have been I would have been a college athlete for something. They also don't have a centralized like leader. It's all kind of up to these like conferences and stuff to make these yeah. like calls, which is another thing. It's just everything's unorganized. Like LSU came out and said that if they don't play football, they're slated to lose eighty million dollars. Um, yeah. I don't know if you. We guys gotta know. also remember, 
in like those in like like Louisiana and like Alabama, like they make up like maybe ha- like half of like the state's income. Damn, it's literally there, the like. only thing they have in those states. There's nothing. Okay. Be, well, be, before you cut me off, Evan, I was going to say, yeah, I don't know if you guys know how much $80 million is, but even if you gave, like, you know, cut out about 4 to $5 million of that and then just gave it, dispersed it amongst all the players, you still have a lot of money. Anyways, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Anyways, continue, Evan, what are you saying? Yeah, I was just pretty much saying how, like, uh, like the college programs and, like, you know, like Arkansas and in like yeah, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, all those things. I'm gonna say, yeah. you, you guys know the city that Alabama plays football in, right? It's not Birmingham, which is still a small city. T- on, Tusca- Tuscaloosa, it's, it's Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm pretty sure their their whole uh, economy in Tuscaloosa evolves around the. I Alabama heard actually kind of. I heard a kind of sad story about like their tailgating. What, Apparently, they can't there's have a... rallies there with the clan while they're also waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> the football team to come in? <laughs> no, like they have like a set, like a like they have a parking lot with a bunch of tents apparently, and like um, there's like just one white tent like all the way like far off to the right, and if you're black, just don't walk by it. Like they, it's just like an unspoken rule. Play if you're black, don't walk by the tent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what, the deep south. What happens, man, if, wait, what happens you. if you walk by the tent? I don't know that part. I, they didn't get that too deep in the story, but they just said don't walk by it. Jesus, I'm having a don't touch that glass moment. <laughs> what if you walk by and it's like, hey, you want some brisket? <laughs> like, yes, I would, I would love some brisket. <laughs> All right, nigger. <laughs> you don't walk by because they don't season their chicken. <laughs> no, you don't oh, walk they, that's by. The, you know what? Deep South white people, as many uh, deep rooted issues they have, they season the dog shit out of their food. They don't play around. Yeah, you're going to fuck around and have to lose a foot. <laughs> Put all the sodium possible on that shit. Having said as long that, as right, butter counts as seasoning. Hold on. Let's get back to this tent. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just an unspoken rule. You can't go by this white tent. Like, do yeah. people go missing? <laughs> I haven't got... Alex, you can do your own research on this tent, but, like, I've been... Mean... I mean, they just banned like the Confederate flag in like uh, in like Mississippi. Like, yeah, how's that gonna go? Uh, us three should have started a Confederate flag T-shirt and flag like dis- distribution website because we would have gotten such a huge bag off of that. Oh my god! Did you, every time, time there's any gun regulation or whatever, like the like the amount of guns and ammo purchased in that next like six month period is like quadrupled. Like it's all a marketing scheme. Did you see there's this guy when Trump was, like, getting elected, uh, he bought a bunch of MAGA hats because they were going for, like, a couple, a few bucks on Amazon, but he, like, resold them for 25 Became a millionaire off of that, apparently. Yeah. There's a black guy in northern Kentucky that sells MAGA hats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a hustle. You get, People got to recognize hustle. And, like, I'm starting to... Be a little pissed off that I'm not taking advantage of some of this shit because I would be standing outside of a NASCAR event right now, have it just selling a hundred thousand fucking MAGA Confederate flag T-shirts just just because that's just an obvious bag. Why would you not do that? That's a get rich quick thing. It's gonna work I really hope that I really hope that one girl is doing okay. The one that said that she's a Trump supporter and she got bullied by her parents. I hope she's doing well. She's just she said she donated that money, didn't she? 
Yeah, yeah to that's her, what I would say to too. Pockets. Yeah, I donated <laughs> to left pocket and right pocket. <laughs> donated it to the Pina Colada and Floaty Fund. <laughs> I'm donating Donate, it to yeah. the people of the sovereign nation of Fiji. <laughs> Drinking Mai Tais. <laughs> I actually oh, donated to the, to, uh, to someone that was actually he, at one point he was underprivileged youth. It's me, so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> donations. Yeah, I do think it's funny that half these cities are probably going to fuck around and go broke because college football is not going to be a thing. Yeah, dead ass. All right, well, uh, so Tuscaloosa, Alabama. They got Bama football. Deontay Wilder. Racism. Racism. And barbecue. What else? <laughs> what else, What's what are they exporting? They, Racism. Well, they, they lost they lost Confederate flags this, this year. No, they're getting um, hit hard. Yeah, and Deontay Wilder lost. <laughs> that was the start of all of this. Yeah, he's from Is Alabama. He, I'm pretty sure he's from Tuscaloosa. I think I think you made that up. You That's heard a Bama boy. Yeah, you heard him talk. He's a Bama boy. Yeah, but not. I'm sure he's from Alabama, but Tuscaloosa of all places. Pretty sure. You grew up beating up trees and the sticks. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I think Athens, Ohio is getting hit pretty hard by this, too. Why is that? They're a college town, so they, they rely mostly on colleges to be in school. You guys got anything else you guys want to add? Any more topics? Now we can get into segments. All right. You guys want to do White Skin of the Week? Yeah, let's do it. Guess what race it is! All right. All right. Light Skin of the Week is where we just like to uh, honor someone that stuck out to us throughout the week. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be light skin. can be any race. Uh, this week, my Light Skin of the Week uh, goes out to a young man on the Seahawks. I don't know what this guy's name is. Um... Do you guys know what his name is? The rookie. I could, it doesn't matter. He's he's uh, irrelevant at this point. Yeah, his name was, is. I mean, Kamal. Uh, he, he was Siverland. All right, whatever. Yeah, cool. it sounds like so, a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. Whatever. We we don't care. No one else really does either. But it's, <laughs> this guy's unemployed now. <laughs> um, you, we talked about fumbling the bag last week. Just no, no. He didn't fumble the bag. He took a shot and it just missed. Because all right, let me let me let me tell the story. So uh, this young man on the Seahawks, he invited a young lady uh, to the hotel room where every all everybody on the team was quarantining, and he got caught. This young lady was sneaking into the hotel room, Wilts wearing Seahawks uniforms and uh, attire, uh, in hopes to. Sneak in as a member of the team. Uh, she was caught, and uh, the rookie was uh, kicked off the team. Well, let's not forget this is also an undrafted, so they they signed him. Um, mm-hmm. Then he he just pretty much had to prove his point to be on the team. He worked all the, um like worked hard to get there and whatnot, and blew it all for for uh, for some ass. <laughs> uh, and um. A Seahawks uniform, like give her a hotel, like the hotel employee uniform. Like what? 
We can. What, what are we doing here? We can get in. We can get into the, the how he could have snuck her in more productively. But also imagine working your entire life in a brutal, violent game that is American football, and all those days in the weight room, and you're running ladders, and you're and you're watching film, and you're trying to become a better player. You devoted your entire life to it. You went to a good school. You had a good career. You go undrafted, but you don't let that deter you, and you just keep working, keep grinding. And eventually, the Seahawks, who are going to be a really good team, say, I think you're good enough to be on our football team. We're going to give you an opportunity. We're going to change your life, uh, show up to practice. And you're like, hey, I'm trying to get some booty tonight. <laughs> I'm going to make that work. Um, mm-hmm. And you devote maybe 30 seconds of thought into how you're going to get that booty from the parking lot to your hotel room, and then it's all over for you. That can't feel mm-hmm. good. That poor kid. Unless you're Sierra, unless you're Sierra and uh, he's Russell Wilson, you're, you're getting cut from that team. I would like to say, you know what happened? This kid saw other veterans probably were successful in sneaking uh, Correct. their significant others in, so he attempted this as well. And he just so happened to be the sacrificial lamb. He was the one that got caught. That's what I think happened. He was he saw some of the people with a little bit more tenure uh, have, you know, their woman of the night come. And he wanted his, and it just didn't work out. And his was a lot more funnier to probably talk <laughs> about, too. Um, yeah, when they say Seahawks attire... Because I'm imagining a woman in shoulder pads and a helmet That's, just <laughs> skipping through the lobby. <laughs> like, hey, wait a I, second. That is not DK Metcalf. What the, the fuck's going on here? I, why do I like her thighs so much? <laughs> <laughs> DK's got hips on him. God damn. <laughs> like, was he trying to say like she was a personal trainer or something? Or was it just like he just, like, actually give her like the helmet? No. Member of the team, I would like to think that she just showed up in like a like a Russell Wilson like outfit, just like like shoulder pads and everything, just trying to walk into the into the into the hotel. Uh, but I I I also there's a version of this where she might also look kind of like a man, and that's another one I don't think a lot of people are touching. Um, Do we? Um, <laughs> never mind. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Nope, you have to say it now. I was about to say, with this NBA bubble going on, who's uh, when we get a tell all about what's going on in the bubble, we uh, we gonna figure out some things. No, for sure. You guys for think? sure. Yeah, <laughs> they're in Disneyland. Somebody's gonna be like, oh yeah, I had a girl come in as Mickey Mouse for six weeks in a row. <laughs> I think I think you're missing the point. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Statistically, <laughs> yeah, that hours, hours as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Statistically speaking, Joe, there is what? How many men do you think in the same hotel room? Few, few. <laughs> now, statistically speaking, um, I'm gonna guess there's about a good two hundred, right? Two to four hundred people. At least a few of those guys are. Um, They're really happy to be in that hotel. Yeah, it, this is a dream. Dreams are coming true. It's Disney World. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going with it. Mm-mm. That went right over my head. When you wish upon a star. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you what do you 
guys's what are you guys' light skins of the week? Mine's uh mine's the weekend. Why is that? Uh this past week Kissland made it up to number one in the R and B albums. And um this is this is actually even more weird. Uh King of the Fall went up to the number one song in the on their music video for R and B. Yeah. Really? I was. It's probably my fault. I was, I was, I was What's happening, brothers? Movie. What do you feel? What's, <laughs> <laughs> something coming? Because <laughs> I was stuck. I watched it on loop like ten times, like the other day. So it was probably my fault. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that song, but it just um, it's provocative and get, uh, it just gets me going. That, that uh, that should actually be game of the week, ladies. You need to pay attention to your man this week because if that song's trending, something bad is about to happen to you. <laughs> if I'm listening to that song, I, it could, there'd be a quarantine. Jesus could be coming. It, my mom could come back to life. I'm, I'm finding a way to a club. <laughs> Something's about to happen, ladies. This is like the tremors before a really bad earthquake. Like, <laughs> just, just prepare. This is the calm before the storm. Yeah. Yo, actually, wait. Now that I think about it, I heard "Tell Your Friends" like three times this weekend, and like, like I didn't play it. Like on the radio at my at like one of my the birthday my party God. I went to, and somewhere else I forgot where the other place was, but I heard it like three different times. So actually, I heard that when I was walking into work today on my on my um on my shuffle. And I wanted to go up and tell my boss, like, hey, we can make out right now, but I got to go. <laughs> yeah, was something about to happen? <laughs> we were joking about this before, but now I'm starting to get concerned. You can't just be throwing that music around in casual, everyday situations and expecting everything to be okay. I can't listen to King of the Fall until the know. sun sets. It's like I'm like a gremlin. It's, <laughs> something will happen if I listen to it during the day. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not tell your friends. I forgot how toxic tell your friends is too. Tell your friends is one of the most toxic songs ever. Tell your friends how toxic I am. I want you to go do that. <laughs> no. Describe the me to them. does not get enough credit for how crazy some of the shit he says is. It's unbelievable. I think the shit just sounds so pretty people forget all the crazy shit he's saying. Well, the thing I appreciate about this week in general was just like Kissland was considered to be like his... uh. His more uh, his more underrated album, like it wasn't really, it doesn't really get the acclaim that most of his albums get. And I actually went back and listened to it this week, and I'm like, wait, why did I knock this so much? I mean, the songs are really long. That's probably the thing I kind of knocked it for. But besides that, I mean, it was just... which one? Which one? Which one is that? Which picture is that one? It's the one where he's sta- uh, like just sitting there, and it's green in the background. It's like right. It's it's uh yeah. It's the one they did and after. He still had the wild um, ass trilogy. Hair. Yeah, it's wrapped. It's yeah, it's oh. the one after trilogy. Which it, it probably was just in the, in the shadow of Childry, which is kind of just made it more. Yeah, didn't they technically like have the same picture? No. Oh. Wait, no, I'm thinking something else. Then never mind. Continue. Yeah, I mean, I, I was done with my statement, but ladies, be safe out yeah, there. Man. Okay. Because these gentlemen are wilding apparently, and you need to need to just just know that he's probably lying to you this week. Yeah, summer's almost over too, so that means yeah, Maybe people are getting why. rosters together. Maybe that's yeah, why. people are getting rosters together. They need their motivation music. Yeah, that's why. Also, I brought up Steve Lacey in our group chat because Dark Red came on. 
Yeah, I was wondering See, why you I, did that. I haven't heard that song in never heard that song in many moons. I uh my light skin of the week is uh Danny Brown. Uh this past Thursday, it was either Thursday or Friday was the uh was the ten year anniversary of uh Triple X. I don't know how big a how big a fans you guys are of Danny Brown, but that album definitely changed. How old are we? How old are we? Exactly. Ten years ago Triple X came out. Um I know a lot of people don't really know about Danny Brown or care about him, but um, Triple X was kind of a pivotal moment in my life because I saw, I was just really into like gangster rap and the really crazy shit. And Danny Brown was probably the first rapper I got super into that was just on some really weird shit. And there's this song on that album Triple X called "I Will," and uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure most people aren't familiar with that song, but um, it really just dives into a really confident confident song about cunnilingus <laughs> and it came it came to me at a point in my life where like i needed that song and uh because of that a lot of ladies are a lot happier than they would have been <laughs> and uh, you can thank danny brown for that so shout out danny brown nice getting the week for me would you uh, would I you will. say i will is your would you say i will is your theme song oh it's um no <laughs> I was going to too confidently say yes, and I caught myself. It's up there. <laughs> as far as songs that had an impact on me directly, uh, it's probably, yeah, it's probably like the, the top top two or three. That's how I feel about King of the Fall. Yeah. Theme song, I don't know. But, I mean, is it, is it, did it help make me who I am today? Yes. Yeah. So, shout out I Will by Danny Brown. And Danny Brown and Alex, you got a theme song? Do I have a theme yeah. song? Have you heard Bambi by Jadana? Jadana or Jadena? whatever? Jadana? yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that's my theme song. I don't know what that song is, but I just really leaped to a conclusion because it was called Bambi. No, <laughs> it doesn't no, have no. to do with that. I know, I know. Yeah, I, I know. I know the song. Yeah, <laughs> we can. We, we'll discuss it after after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You'll listen to it and a light will go off. <laughs> I wrote about it in a paper about how like that directly influences my life. <laughs> also, the music video is very. I would do that for you. Can't save me by Sir. <laughs> the, uh, it's along those lines, Joe. <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> music video will actually tell more of the story than I think uh, anything else will. Anyways, all right, let's get to uh, just game in a week so we can get out of here so I can go to bed. Um. The windows won't open, and the children and I would enjoy a breeze now and then. I can fix that. So game in a week, we're just going to give you guys a little bit of a tidbit uh, advice to leave you on for the week. Uh, you guys got any game in a week you guys want to leave? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to freestyle it. I don't know. Uh, I I'm done doing game I, of the week. I thought we discussed this already. Actually, <laughs> I, I was just gonna say uh, that that one young man from the Seahawks. We just maybe just spruce up some of the devices. So like, if we're if you're gonna sneak someone around, I, I feel like you should just do it better. And uh, then Pizza Man just kind of damn near mocking Pizza Man, um, <laughs> hotel employee. Uh, nigga in a suit. Um, 
a Seattle Super Hives, uh, Super Sonics jersey. Um, WNBA the mascot team, whatever is their WNBA team is, that's an easy one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Spitballing. How about how about how about a hotel patron? Someone else that's in the hotel as well. <laughs> Someone try to rob him. There's just a, there's... <laughs> a firefighter, a police officer. Probably, <laughs> probably cut him because he's just a dumbass who put him in a, like a helmet and shit. Like, all right, so <laughs> exactly, you just came from practice. <laughs> it's not hard to get a DoorDash shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just send one to you. You can yeah. just get it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for the week. You guys got anything uh, else? Be safe. All right. Well, this is Alex saying this goodbye. This Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. Stay safe, everybody. That woman should have acted like he was serving them papers. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Evan. All right, Evan. Okay. I don't even want to go back home. What is this love and war? He know that I love him, got him fucking me raw He know I ain't with it, never did it before He got me all in my feelings, now he got you all in yours Ooh, it's like that He ain't never leaving, knew it coming right back I know that he need it, cause shorty gon' bite back And he don't want nobody else to end it like that Before I die, I'm tryna fuck you, baby Hopefully we don't have no babies I don't even wanna go back home Hopefully you don't